ونادوا أصحاب الجنة أنسلام عليكم لم يدخلوها وهم يطمعون السلام عليكم everyone Welcome to the voice of salam with our boy Donang Assalamu alaikum Donang Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi How are you doing my man? Very well thank you um, Second Ramadan in Netherlands uh, Nice Trying to go strong <laughs> I forgot to do iftar two days ago <laughs> we, uh, already, we already spoke a little bit outside And it was very hard to refrain To shift the conversation again to food Yep We are It's one hour until Right? Uh, two. two One half hours One half hour Okay so We're in the final moments of the fast uh, Danang is uh, Two years Second year in the Netherlands Yep Salam member IT guy from Salam Working on IT stuff, very classified. Will be really soon. Don't worry, you will all get to know it later. Inshallah. So, inshallah. <laughs> so um, before before we start everything, I thought of something very original, which I didn't steal from any other podcast. Uh, it's a, a like a quick fire round. Sure. So I ask you some questions, like ten, and then you answer them as quickly as possible. Um, you can always nuance it later, but um, yeah. Try to, you know, break the ice. So the first one is, uh, it's already hard for me, but okay, let's go. So first one is coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Chicken or lamb? Chicken. Oh, this, this is quite <laughs> quite smoothly for you. Or Giving not. up gaming or TV shows? Gaming. Already gave up gaming, that's the thing. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Um, place where you most want to travel to? Don't think that's a perfect okay. What happened to a yes or no question? Yeah, this is also it's everything. <laughs> uh place I wanted to go. Got you off guard there. Um Japan at the moment. Japan, nice. Biggest Iman booster. Biggest Iman booster? Oh boy. Um Oof. I'd say praying. Praying? Nice, nice. Uh breakfast or dinner? I'm very passionate about this question. No preference because I eat the same thing for all three meals. <laughs> okay, but like, which one satisfies you the most in the satisfies morning? Satisfies me the most. Like um, in the morning or like in the evening? Like the morning? Um. Okay. Am I allowed to go? How how far in depth am I allowed to go? Or are we still in the fire round? <laughs> We're still in the fire round. Just make Okay, it fine. Just, uh, dinner. Dinner. For okay. now. For now. <laughs> nice car or nice, nice house interior? Nice house interior. Dine-in or delivery? Dine-in. Dine-in. Okay, here comes the big question. Turkish or Moroccan tea? Oh, I think... Uh, you can think about this one. Just, um, just, just keep in mind that this is a very loaded question. Forgive me, I forgot the difference. Okay, so... <laughs> forgive me, audience. You're putting even more pressure on me. Now i got to explain it. Okay. So Turkish tea is black tea. Hmm? Um, just with just some black tea, but it's Turkish, right? All right. You know it, right? If this this this, this oval shaped cup. Oh yeah, that's okay, yeah, tea, I right? remember. Yeah. And Moroccan tea is with mint, some Chinese gunpowder tea, or anything else, just mm-hmm. some form of tea mm-hmm. with a lot of sugar. 
I think you have had both, right? Once in your life? I think I did. And I think I'll have to go with Moroccan. Moroccan, the sweet yeah. one with yep. the mint. Okay, there you go, guys. Okay, so any nuances you want to make? Because those were already 10. The nuances? Yeah, so, or you um, will have anything which you would like to like, okay. explain? Um, breakfast and dinner. As an Indonesian, um, I was raised in a household where I basically eat rice three times a day. I completely as, understand. As you probably uh, experienced yourself. Yeah. Um, so for me, there's no not much of a difference between breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, however, the thing with breakfast is that you have work right after or studies. So you constantly you, delay. You, <laughs> yeah, you basically take take your time with your breakfast. <laughs> or in the case of during Corona before Ramadan, uh, you would do it during classes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, why I would choose dinner? Maybe just because um, right after I finish the meal, I can not do anything. <laughs> That's Chill. it. Chill. Um, Watch TV shows. Yeah, pretty much. Not game anymore. You already made the decision. E yeah, the thing about gaming is that uh, I need to invest uh, attention, but in the case of TV shows, I can pause it. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone has had the experience of explaining to their mom that you can't pause, pause a video game. <laughs> and I just don't want that conversation anymore. He's <laughs> <laughs> done it. All right. Okay, okay. So you, you, uh, you said something right there, which I can very nicely use to bridge the conversation. That is the Corona. Sure. You come here to this country to enjoy, to be outside. Yep. And experience the Dutch culture. But then this Corona thing happens, right? Uh, how did you experience it up until now? Is it like fine? Um, see, the thing with me is um, I already tend to stay at home a lot. Um, so... I kind of want to say that Corona didn't affect me that much, but um, lately um, I do feel that going outside, specifically just getting outside of your room, really, uh, really does make a difference. So especially um, now when it's a lot warmer outside, yeah, I take my chances and uh, have a walk. Like the only days when it's warm outside in this country. Yep, only the days. only hours. I still <laughs> I still don't understand how it's zero degrees in the morning. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like you said, like just the, the fact just going outside mm. to take a break. Yeah. My mom's who's probably listening to this is like, oh, bitch. Because <laughs> he forces me to go outside. Like, <laughs> you're inside the whole day. Mm. Go outside. So yeah, I, 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 I think a lot of people can relate to this to yeah. go outside, right? Uh, but then you, you did not... You are not born here, obviously. Mm. You're Indonesian. Yep. You are from Jakarta, slightly to the south, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, I come from Bogor. Bogor? To, uh, for those of you who know, Bogor, yeah. Shout out to those guys, right? Hey, Bogor guys. <laughs> Bogor guys. <laughs> and then you went from Indonesia to? Qatar. Qatar. Yeah, Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Uh, for work, for your parents' work. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were how much, how many years old? Um, I came in 2007, so I've been there for 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. Okay, so you were six. That's what I also remember. Yeah. When you left Indonesia. Yeah. And then you were into Qatar. 
And that was high school, I guess, right? Also primary school, just yeah. So I stayed for from year two until year thirteen because it was a British curriculum. Okay, thing, so it was yeah. international school. Yeah, then? it was an international school. Okay, so do you speak Arabic? Ah, that question. Yeah, about that. Um, Let's go. <laughs> because I went to an international school, yeah. I mostly spoke English. Mm-hmm. Um, even though there's still um, around a 50-50 split uh, of uh, ethnicity, well, I don't want to say ethnicities, um, of locals and non-locals know, yeah. uh, in in the school, um, I still get to exp- not necessarily not really experience is the word I'm saying, um, is to hear some Arabic outside of, you know, the mosque. Yeah. Um, so I hear the everyday talk, but then not to the same extent that I do here, where um, even on campus, I would hear Dutch. Yeah, yeah. Um, everywhere I go in school, even in the supermarkets, um, everyone speaks English because the the percentage of locals in Qatar is around 10%. 10%? Yeah. So also in the supermarket, just English? Yeah, pretty okay. much. So so it's not like So the for best tourists, point. it's really nice. Yeah. But then for those who want, who, who like- Want came, to learn Arabic? Yeah, want to learn <laughs> Arabic, it's, it's not- a, There are Arabic schools. Um, yeah. My parents have taken Arabic classes like outside of their work hours. I wouldn't say they're as fluent as the locals there. Yeah. Um, and the Indonesian, how is that? The Indonesians, uh, Alhamdulillah, I get to speak that at home. So I'm as fluent as how I left Indonesia, which is um, enough to answer answer some questions in Indonesian. Uh, but then anything, anything to the extent that I have to explain myself or to um, write a formal essay, um, no, I can't do that. So it's the informal level. Yeah, very informal language. level. Yeah, yeah. 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 That is then Indonesian, English, any other? Dutch? How's Dutch? Um, I'm learning. I'm learning. Um, I just finished the courses for um, what's equivalent to uh, B1. I'm still not that fluent in speaking. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm. But the thing is, I feel I can understand, um, say, newspaper articles or YouTube videos that's in Dutch. Um, when I watch YouTube videos, uh, because I'm in the Netherlands, I see Dutch ads. Yeah, um, yeah. They're all in Dutch, and I slowly get the vocabulary from there. Yeah. And also from the supermarket, which is required if I want to get the halal stuff here, um, <laughs> like skimming through the ingredients list, uh, the, the little things. Uh, so reading and listening... Um, I kind of do well, but not speaking. Also means that <laughs> if you are learning Dutch, mm? means that you are planning to stay, right? About if I, that. If, mm, if I connect the dots. If you connect the dots, maybe. If you follow the regression line, maybe. <laughs> maybe, perhaps. Um, personally, um, I just took the Dutch uh, courses mainly because... Um, Somewhat of, somewhat out of regret for not learning Arabic in the first place. Like, imagine living for twelve years in a country where you don't know the language. Yeah. Yeah. I see. But I feel I've made more progress so far. 
um, in the Dutch language than Arabic. Granted, Arabic is a lot hard. It's a lot more difficult language in comparison to Dutch. It goes so up much that. deeper, much more exceptions and everything. Yeah. yeah. No. So I want to, um, what I always like to ask the international students is, how do you speak, experience the Netherlands? and What was different? What did you expect? But the first, uh, the one thing I still want to discuss about Qatar, uh, which was very surprising to me when you told me, and that is that your school did not have a prayer room. Yeah. Um, so that was to me like, for me it was like, so, you know, the Islamic um, countries. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it is an international school. So mm -hmm. their priority is to bring in um, English speaking teachers and teach the students well. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, many students have been uh, many students have been requesting it for a long while. So I moved to the school mm -hmm. um, in 2009, I think, and we only got uh, the prayer rooms uh, as of 2012. So, and that was, as far as I know, simply due to, uh, as a consequence of reconstructing the, the buildings in school, not yeah. as an intentional thing, like we got at least as far room. as I've seen. Yeah. Then you also told me then that when you were going to Europe, you were very concerned about being able to pray. Is that correct? Yeah. So, um, as someone who has only went to Europe for like holidays for summer, um, we would always just, my family would just do jama. Mm -hmm. We would just uh, join the prayers together and we wouldn't have um, a second thought about it because, oh, we're Musafir, we're travelers. Okay, cool. We can have that exception. Um, oh, you mean in Qatar? No, no. As in if, yeah. So if I were traveling to Europe, mm -hmm. uh, I did, uh, I think twice. Um, I went to Germany, if I recall. Um, Miss International, <laughs> many countries with a, with a big with a big asterisk. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, but then when I when I really thought about it, um, the few months leading to come to the Netherlands, I thought, how on earth will I really fulfill my prayers? Like, yeah, as someone who came from the Middle East, um, the latest that. Uh, Aisha would really be is 8 or 9 p.m. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then in here, Maghrib is at 10. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> so when I first came here in uh, 2019, August, so most people would ask me, what's your culture shock? And personally, um, being an international school, I pretty much uh, adapted really quickly to the different environment because mm -hmm. I'm used to um, receiving those um, changes, mm -hmm. but then being told that Fajr, um, that Fajr is okay, roughly the same time as back at back at home at like four three o'clock, mm -hmm. but then to have Maghrib and Isha close to twelve o'clock, yeah. that was a big change. And um, you were you were an early sleeper, I guess. Yeah, I was an early sleeper. I love my sleep. How is that now? going for you um it's going <laughs> so right now um maghrib is at around 8 30 close to nine and yeah. aisha is at around is it 10 
Yeah. 10:30. Yeah. Something past. Yeah. Around that long. Around that much. So by the time I finish that away, by the time I finish Isha, it's around 12. So I would sleep then, and wake up at three. <laughs> yep. Back, wake eat. up at three. <laughs> w- sleep again um, after Fajr, and then wake wake up on time for a 9 a.m. lecture. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess that's the one nice blessing in disguise of Corona where I can just wake up five minutes before a lecture <laughs> and turn on the webcam. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I respect your dedication. Mm. As for me, <laughs> I, 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 I just work until six in the morning mm. and then I sleep until Dohar. I wake ah. up and then I just work a little bit and then like before, it's, it's, it's upside down. But I really like the way you take it. If you decide to do tahajjud, um, you get to spend all of this time uh, awake and actually energized. Yeah, yeah. Um, in my case, um, I don't really have that much of a flexible schedule. Mm-hmm. So hopefully when I finish university, yeah, yeah. Um, also it's I get because that much. Uh, I do, uh, like, uh, I'm graduating on a project, which is just on my PC, right? Yeah, So I don't have lectures and stuff. So yeah, so that is the blessing, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, for me, it feels like it's a bit... A bit too easy, right? Mm. I mean, you have to struggle a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. I think in that ex- in, in that from that side, you're experiencing Ramadan like more um, completely, right? Because you well. have more struggle, and that's I I, I think. <laughs> so uh, culture shock. I really like that the the late Maghrib and the Isha. Mm. What was the first Dutch word you learned? Do you remember or the one of the first? Or the the one thing that stood out is maybe uitgezonderd. Just because uh, that's this sign on the street that says um, bikes are ex- um, an exception to yeah. the uh, rule for yeah. Yeah, like yeah. traffic signals yeah. for something. Um, for the longest while, I thought um, bikes weren't allowed in that area. So a quick Google Translate <laughs> uh, really saved um, my commute time. So the, the bike culture in the Netherlands, did you find that somewhere else? Sorry? The the bike culture in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So everyone is on the bike. Mm. Basically, the guy on the bike is the king on the road. Um, oh, that took me a long while to grasp. Um, of co- I have a, um, I guess I can call senior, a senior student that was from my high school. Mm-hmm. And he somewhat introduced me to um, like the Dutch life, like cycling and um, like the... The, cult- the partying, the culture there. Um, of course, he told me um, they're very accepting if you don't um, participate in those things and very understanding, mm-hmm. especially with uh, the number of immigrants here. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you see that as well? Yeah, very much so. But um, is it like in other countries that it's not the case? Because um, that's what I always wonder. Like they say the Dutch are very accepting, but like if you go to another country, are they like very unaccepting of the fact that well, you don't participate? I'm also curious because um, I've lived most of my life in Muslim-majority countries, so yeah. I have no idea how to answer that. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, where was I? You were sp- speaking about how they're very accepting that you're a senior friend. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so he was talking about how um, everyone rides a bike there and um, it's very convenient to just uh, grab and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's one thing to hear it and another thing to experience it. It was really like for you, like, whoa, so many um, bikes. It's it's more of, um, at least outside of the Netherlands, bikes are treated as second-class citizens. <laughs> yeah. If um, 
many of the viewers are from outside the Netherlands yeah. uh, would realize. So when I'm, say, at a crossing light where there's, not crossing light, at an intersection, say, mm -hmm. uh, where there's no traffic light, I'm used to the situation where I would wait for a car to pass. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes here, they would give way. Yeah. And yeah. even in the cases where the cyclists aren't meant to go, yeah. they still give way because for some reason, we have rights here. <laughs> they are the kings on the road. If you have any insurance issue, a car versus a bicycle, then the bicycle is like very mm. on the very well the good side, right? Mm. It's like uh, yeah. So yeah, the Dutch cycle like their kings, uh, which is surprising to me though that it was that surprising to you. Well, you can you can tell that to the foreign audience, uh, but it's really hard to grasp and um, until you actually get on a bike and then um, see that people are riding alongside cars uh, and also without a any lot fear. of people right yeah a lot a of very people big chain. um before corona um i got a few gl glimpses of uh bicycle rush hours mm -hmm. which is a very dutch thing i might say yeah 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 that's for me also I, when i see that i'm like okay yeah this is this is, this is really <laughs> dutch so speaking about really dutch uh i have some descriptions i get from other people uh how they perceive the dutch people to be mm -hmm. So I'm also interested in yours. If you would describe the Dutch people themselves, their maybe their culture as well, but also their behavior and how they are different from maybe Qatar or Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Could you give a give, could, could you give an opinion about that? Um, sure. Um, oh, sh oh, I this accidentally stepped on. Hopefully, the audio is fine. Um, oh, okay. That was your fault, not mine. Yeah, I know. I oh, yep, not my fault. <laughs> if it breaks down, my fault. Sorry. <laughs> Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> uh, the question was, describe the Dutch people to me. Yeah, so the Dutch people. So what most people would say is that uh, they're very upfront um, um, and very direct. And that is true. But I think what's more uh, prominent feature for me is that um, they're very accepting. Maybe it's because... Um, I'm used to living in very, uh, I don't want to say non-accepting, but then very confined groups um, where different ideas aren't really taken too well. Mm -hmm. But then here, uh, different religions, uh, different uh, faiths, different, um, different backgrounds are really taken um, as is as and, is, yeah. and respect it respect it yeah yeah I, I do agree like um, but for me it's already a given but to hear it from you again just confirms it that they are indeed very accepting also direct um, some people are actually in shock how direct I am <laughs> <laughs> I speak to like a new international just, I often have like international people they come into the Netherlands and then mm. I invite them or just speak to them and they don't expect it, not from me as well, because I don't look that Dutch. Yeah. And then I ask them like very direct questions and they're like, they have to be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And then they answer, right? Mm. So yeah, I do see my, the Dutch culture, culture also affected me a maybe lot. Maybe if you add some of your Dutch accent to your English, maybe yeah. they'll get it. <laughs> get it yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do say like, uh, yeah, you don't have an Indian accent. So yeah. I, was, I was concerned, I was suspicious. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so uh, you'd say the direct. Okay, very nice. Um, then you started your bachelor's here in computer science. Yep. You're very into that. Yeah, very much into it. Yeah. So what is the what branch of computer science is like your? Uh, um, the easy cop out answer would be my dad did it, so I want to do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but personally, I um, really enjoy computers. Um, it, when I was young, I liked tinkering with computers, breaking, mm-hmm. uh, breaking, breaking apart robots and Legos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like uh, messing about on a computer. Basically, everything computers. Um, but then also, I enjoy the math aspect, the problem solving, mm-hmm. the um, the engineering aspect of uh, computer science. So do you already know what you would like to do after you're done or are you still on bits? I thought I do. (laughs) So um, at least in the past year, I've been reconsidering uh, what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So initially I really wanted to uh, get into the hardware side of computers. Mm -hmm. So uh, making motherboards or um, what was it called? Uh, CPUs, uh, microchips, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then, at least in TUE, the first nine months, um, I was basically introduced to none of that. I was introduced to uh, basically the the theory of logic, the essence of logic, how you reason with um, with thought. And basically after my first year, I went through this... Uh, rabbit hole of um, what is it that I'm really interested in mm-hmm. and I'm still looking to um, I'm still trying to find that niche mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. per se um, uh, right now I'm thinking in uh, in the realm of cognitive psychology mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. Um, on first on first hand may look like a complete tangent, but then if you really consider... Um, also, like you said, the introduction of your bachelor was all about... Logic. Logic, so it yeah, does, doesn't seem that much of yeah. a tangent. But then, most, but then most people think of computer science as, oh, you can make apps, oh, you can make websites. You don't even learn to program, I think, in your bachelor's, right? In the first I, You years. do, but it's only first 10 weeks, and that's it. Yeah, but because uh, I know a lot of people who do like uh, the Habio, right? You Sorry? know Habio, right? Habio, HBO. Oh, Habio, yeah. Habio. Uh, not the TV shows. HBO, no, no, no. no. The, the <laughs> and they expect it to be like like computer science, right? Programming. Yeah, programming yeah, yeah. And it's not at all, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Computer science is uh, it's a lot of math. So yeah. if you yeah. think um, you can just type and get money, uh, no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, there's, a there's a lot of math. I do like uh, the subject of cognitive science as well. I... Uh, I think it it does does really match the the computer science part. Mm-hmm. I do I do think it does. Um, I I read I think one or two books about it. I don't know if you do read books about cognitive science or not. Or I've just started. Uh, which which one did you? Uh, um, I just started uh, the course thinking and uh, deciding mm-hmm. where the book the title of the book is just cognition and. I'm just the first chapter and I'm already hooked. Okay, cool. Yeah, so what so. is it about exactly then? Um, 
basically exploring um, how the thought process works. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, what I read was uh, thinking fast and slow. I don't know if you know that one. Oh yeah, it's uh, that's also part of the syllabus I'm working on. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll of get to computer it science. Um, this course is a part of uh, psychology and technology, so it's one of my electives. Okay, but it's in on a two E. Yeah, it's in two E. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, and, they're making me read it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's less fun if you're forced <laughs> to read it. I remember this one book. I had to read it, and I didn't like it. But then, like a uh, few years later, hmm. I saw it on my shelf. I was like, oh, you know, let's read it. Right, it's so amazing, yeah. right? Or uh, do you know 1984? No. That book? We were forced to read it. Nobody likes it, but now everybody <laughs> likes it, basically. Also, uh, something on brain, brain plasticity. I would also recommend you that, but I'll All right. give you them later. Um, so uh, how did you come into contact with Salam? And that's also something I actually don't know. <laughs> Can you guess, actually? I will make a guess. Yep. You were in the prayer room. Yep. You saw Ahmed. There you go. We're done. We're done. We're Podcast done. over. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing the style, by the way. I don't know if you know this, but this is like Ahmed style. So I'm I'm becoming slowly starting to become Ahmed, right? So also in the premium speaking to people. <laughs> Ahmed just knows, just finds everyone. Finds everyone. Very mashallah. Very alamabadic. Like he he is always when he sees someone, he steps up. He's like, hey, you know, salam, this mm. and that. Very passionate. Um, so that's how you came into contact yeah. with salam, yeah. And then the IT part. The IT part, um, um, so f how did I meet the IT part? Oh, um, so in my first year, um, I met Ahmed and um, I mainly participated in the, um, in like the Friday prayers mm -hmm. um, and- Iftar? Yeah, I went to the. Oh wait, no, wait, you didn't. No, have I, I didn't. I didn't have a star with you guys yet. Um, oh, I had the salam meeting in the Kristrat. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I went to the boys' night um, with pool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's where we met. Like, yeah, for I think the second so. time or first time, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got introduced a lot of people then. Yeah. Um, but. The IT side itself, um, I think it was Tarek. So Tarek is um, a guy from my year in my faculty as well. Um, and he is very active in Salam. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that he's been um, contributing a lot of uh, IT side in Salam, yeah. and I once I think I approached them and asked, "Hey, do you need any help?" Yeah, and then all he, of a sudden I'm in the WhatsApp group. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yep, basically, <laughs> you're here in. There's no way out." <laughs> yep. Yeah, when I when I saw you at the pool uh, pool um, event, uh, I really liked it because you were very social and engaging. Uh, nevertheless, uh, a lot of people were speaking Dutch, and there were a lot mm. of Dutch people. I think you were the only. At, at that event, you were the only one who were international, maybe only two, one or two people. Maybe. Uh, and what happens a lot, and I totally understand because I have that too, when I'm in an environment where everybody speaks a different language, mm. you tend to be less engaging, maybe less social. Mm. But I didn't see that for you, so I would, it directly clicked to me that you are quite a social guy. Well, uh, yeah, you you think you're you might well, be introverted. You, you, you say that, but I think my high school friends would uh, be surprised to hear that. Yeah, yeah, but also you said like I like to stay at home and stuff. But yeah, yeah but 
I also don't like the whole extrovert introvert mm. spectrum thing. Mm. Like it's you have you have your moments, right? Yeah. Uh, so very nice. You are working with uh, IT Salam on the. You have worked on the website, and now you are working on the. Is it confidential? Oh, I said it was confidential. Huh? Yeah. So okay, <laughs> exclusive <laughs> footage, right? Go ahead. All right. Uh, so we are planning on making an app. Um, um, inshallah, we're uh, hoping to um, make it useful mm -hmm. for uh, Muslim students, uh, particularly in Eindhoven, who is uh, trying to transition in um, to uh, studying in here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, I heard prayer times, halal food. Yep. Masajid, where they are. Yeah. Uh, what else? Rules? Um, tips and general tips and tricks mm -hmm. um, of settling in Netherlands. Mm -hmm. um, If I recall, there's also discounts coming in, but okay. I'm not too sure. Oh, Tarek is really keen on uh, getting like good discounts. Like <laughs> he's really good at like locating the right ones. <laughs> I'm sure that he can probably um, do some discussions with the Turkish friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's I really like that because also I think for new international students they can just browse like okay, where can I buy this? Yeah, definitely. Which what rules on what you know. Um, are there any tips you would give to someone who is coming to the Netherlands international um, student he's here he's new how would you like introduce him help him out out of the usual like get a bike um, <laughs> get a bike <laughs> the bikes are very uh, useful get a here. bike put on a crown st start biking yep pretty much because <laughs> that's I think that's a very um, important part you play as well is we don't have much of that perspective, right? Right. Especially for an app, because the app is like, I think mainly for the new students, mm. which are a lot of true, them are true. internationals. So there must be something you can, some angle you can put the perspective, right? Mm. And then... Um, no pressure. No pressure, indeed. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe if I were to, just on top of my head, mm -hmm. um, Know that there's other telephone providers than just KPN, T-Mobile. There's cheaper ones mm -hmm. like Labara, Lika Mobile. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yes, I don't know. <laughs> I say Lika, but yeah. Um, other than that, um, Turkish stores and um, Turkish stores, Arabic stores um, are very cheap. And you can probably get everything you would want to, to yep. have. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, the fresh markets, go there. It has very cheap vegetables and very cheap fruits, especially now in spring. Yeah. What I also heard was very... I was like, wait, they don't have... Um, what's the word again? Uh, what's in Dutch? Gember. Gember? No, not garlic, but like... Uh, what's... Knoflook? Yeah, not knoflook, the other one. <laughs> Ginger. Oh, ginger. They don't have ginger, ginger in Qatar. Ginger. Like, uh, they do, do have oh, it, but it's like, it's like very, um, uh, like in the Arabic countries, you have to like, it's like imported. Like it's Oh yeah, of course. But you like have to also expensive. That's what I mean. And Expense. it's not like you get it everywhere. That's what I heard at least. Uh, I'm not sure about expensive, uh, but all I know is that um, my mom does use uh, it a lot in her mm -hmm. cooking. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we so do too, yeah. 
I I don't want to say we have an abundance of it, but it's there. Okay, okay. Because mm. maybe it's, he was, uh, my friend was talking about it, but maybe he was more specific on Medina and Mecca itself. Because he said, I got ill and I needed some ginger. <laughs> and I had to, uh, he's like, I was searching and I had to go to like a very big supermarket where it was like imported. Mm. But uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, but by the way, any favorite foods? Meals? In general? Yeah, or? yeah. Um, Let's just pretend that we did not have this conversation like an hour ago, okay. very complete. Does it have to be from here? Or just okay, generally? So one, one from here. And one Indian for me, and oh, one no. general. Um, so general. I don't know. Are there any real Dutch meals though? Well, I said from you know here. better than me. I said from here, but that could mean like Turkey. restaurants, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Okay, sure, sure. Anything you got from um, the One thing that stands out, maybe kapsalon. Yeah, kapsalon. Yeah, that's good. yeah. It's yeah. very um, distinct from uh, Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they do know how to make it well. Like I see some in other countries, they try to do it, or their concept got leaked. Somebody, uh, somebody snitched on our special recipe, mm. and then they don't execute it like then. You know, I fresh see. and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's capsule, right? Um, yeah, that's all I have on my mind at the moment. Indian food. Ah, <sighs> bring it to me. Generally, curry, any curry, any curry. But then. Um, I have I don't I haven't tasted enough to say which one is my favorite. Okay, okay, but uh, you have tasted a, f- a few, right? Yeah, because you had Indian friends there. Yeah, you also said there were a lot of Indians in Qatar. And, yeah, uh, there's lots of uh, Indian immigrants yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I gave three. I said the here Indian and in general. In general, your block. You have your own. Oh, blocks, right. Right. Um. So I write from time to time. Um. So my username on everything is dashyad00, D-A-S-Y-A-D-0-0. Also Linus Tech Tips as uh, your profile picture? Uh, yes, um, <laughs> pretty much. Um, I just like technology. Um, I do plan to uh, post more on my YouTube. Uh, that's just my full name. Then I'm what do saying. you do on YouTube? Um, just anything when I'm bored. Okay, so, so no likes, not, not, nothing uh, specific. Nothing specific. I don't plan to do anything specific uh, okay. soon. Okay. Um, but one video that went viral was a tutorial video of how to slide downstairs. I just posted it um, this summer. You can slide downstairs? Slide downstairs, yeah. On the stairs? Yeah, or on the on stairs. Or le- on, the, on the, like... Oh, no, no, no. On, on the staircase. Not on the handrails. On the staircase. Really? Yeah. You can do that? Yeah. Can we try it out? Yeah, if we can cut to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll cut to it later. Yeah, sure. sure don't worry. So you're gonna um, slide down the stairs. Yeah, sure. Like, okay, well, I I, yeah, I will sure. see it probably. Okay, okay. For for me, it's a cringy video to to watch again because I. How did it. it went viral? Like, what is viral? Sorry. Like, define the viralness. How viral did it went? Wait, what do you mean? You said it went viral, right? Viral. Oh, viral. Uh, so viral. Um, can't pronounce it. No worries. Um, so I posted that video this summer uh, before I went to the Netherlands mm-hmm. because uh, my passport was in the embassy and I couldn't leave the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after I finished that video, I uploaded it. I did not look at the views until December because uh, 
YouTube was my thing. I just like making videos mm -hmm. for fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I had a look again, it was 20,000 views. Okay, so just out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. And then- uh, With someone with like zero subscribers. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the, the thing is, I didn't plug it anywhere in my Instagram or in any, in my yeah, yeah, uh, that's Twitter what I at mean, all. Like, yeah. Because so, YouTube numbers, like 20,000 doesn't seem a lot, but when yeah. you think about it, like, yeah, and especially, especially from a no-name uh, channel. Yeah. Um, yeah, now it's uh, riding around 60,000 last time I checked. Booming, uh, booming. Yeah, well, so, yeah. booming. So you didn't look at the views. When I upload a video, I check the views every day. No, 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 no. <laughs> no 20,000 here yet. My, my morale would, would go down really quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, thank you all for watching. We're probably going to cut now, or we already have cut to a part where Donning is sliding down some stairs. Hopefully the security won't see us. And uh, we will speak to each other soon in an event or another episode of The Voice of Salam. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. All right, guys, we are here with Donan at some stairs. He's going to first demonstrate how to slide down the stairs. And then he will try to teach me, I guess. All right, I'll try. Let's go down. Amazing, okay. Now I'm gonna go. Right, some impromptu. Okay, no, I'm gonna start with message. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, first you put your back foot in the ball, in the hole, in the middle of your foot. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And right over me, then. Um, you can do your right, your left, whichever okay, one is more natural. Yeah. Okay, if you jump down, how do you want to do your feet? Uh, left, probably left. Okay, left foot forward. forward. Okay, then, yeah, left foot forward. Slide it like that. Yeah, and then let this thing slide. This one? Yeah, this one slide, and then land here. There you go. And keep doing it. There you go. You got it. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks for teaching. Impromptu tutorial. I also want twenty thousand views now. All right.